0: Hello, listeners. In honor of Trey Young and his nickname Ice Trey, this is Ice Tray by the Migos. Enjoy.
1: Ice Tray, your nigga, flooded. Ice, ice,
0: ice. Yeah. If
1: a nigga hatin', call him Joe Button. Pussy. Cool outside and this press buttons. Had that nigga mad, cause your bitch fuckin'. Fuck it. Ice the gang. Fuck it, Ice Tray the gang. Ice Tray the gang. Ice Tray the gang it
0: and I got one more song because that, that's just not enough to get me going personally I just wanted to play that in honor of Trey young this one is YMC and B themselves the three that actually matter from young money this is Lil Wayne Hickey and Drake Seeing green hope you guys are having a good summer i let this rock, and we'll get into the
1: program. Thank you for showing up. I'm gonna pull up so lit, I just might crash, dog. Let me take this Balenciaga mass off, that ass, y'all. Who ass, y'all? See, told me to stomp my ass off, that's all. Bop, 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 bop. He was a good cat, my bad, dog. Don't put no K after that B-bar. Bad call, that's flag talk. Fuck around and knock your flag off. I had to, I wore a gap before a tattoo. I so as a matter of fact i had to no cap i'm on them capsules i didn't relapse though but i've been on my feet since Cinderella lost the glass shoe the cash blue, but i'm still seeing green i'm in the bathroom and
0: all right welcome sleep. to episode 88 of the black mayfield podcast i'm your host Blake mayfield and i'm here today with good friend special guest whatever you want to call him mr Alec white al how are you doing man doing good
1: Been looking forward to this one.
0: I I am too. I am too. I I had a lot of prep done. Mm -hmm. I've been looking forward to it a lot. Been thinking about it a lot over the last couple days as well. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm happy to be here with you. I'm happy to be here. Hope you guys are having a good summer so far. Uh, Real quick, I want to give a special shout out to all the Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Overcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate it very much. Also, I have free podcast hats in stock. That's right, they are free. If you feel generous enough to send me one through the mail or send me some cash so I can get it to you in the mail, that'd be wonderful. I don't expect it from anybody, though. It is what it is. Um, So, yeah, if you guys want a podcast hat, just let me know. I can ship it out to you. I can meet up with you in town if you're local. Whatever the case may be, I do have them in stock while supplies last. And without further ado, let's get into it, man. So... I want to start off somewhere that I think would be a good start. Before we get into the Eastern Conference Finals and Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals tonight, by the time you're hearing this, the game's probably over and we know who's won and who's up 2-0 or if the Clippers tied it. we got to get into some Philadelphia 76ers talk. So the Philadelphia 76ers not only lost Game 7 on their home floor to the Atlanta Hawks by 7 on Sunday night, they also blew a 26-point lead in Game 5 on their home floor to the Atlanta Hawks. Last Wednesday, last Thursday. And they went to Atlanta 1 to their credit last Friday for Game 6 to tie it up. But I knew that entire time. I told you on text. Mm -hmm. I don't know what bets and, and spreads and stuff are like in Vegas. If we were in Vegas, I would have went to whatever table I had to go to and slapped an entire Benjamin on the table and taken the Hawks. Three hours before that contest even started. And I think they were the underdogs. I don't Mm. think people expected the Hawks to win. I think I would have made a little bit of coin off that. Probably. So, I'll let you go first, man. The process is officially over. What do you think about it? It crashed and fucking burned the way very few things have before. What do you make of all of it?
1: Well, to me, it's kind of like we've been questioning it for a couple years now. Can Embiid and Simmons work together and... I think there's a reason that people like J.J. Reddick and Seth Curry, those, those sharpshooters have been so successful on that team. Joel Embiid doesn't need another guy that just clogs the paint with him. I mean, Ben Simmons, I told you, he's a great defender, one of the best defenders in the league. But it doesn't help when you can't shoot above the brick. I mean, it's it, watching him pass up dunks, brick free throws, it's, it's like, dude, how has this dude even in the NBA? I'm like, dude, you're six ten, and you're not dunking over Trey Young, who's not even going to contest. Trey Young's not going to jump up and try and get posted. That's <laughs> right. not going to happen. That's not happening. Um, but I mean, really, it's the process is over. It really is. Um, I I still don't understand why they brought Doc Rivers in. I mean, because I think honestly, part of this also goes to Doc Rivers because his teams do this every single year. And I thought it was comical that once they clinched the 1-2, everybody was saying he was a top 5-10 to 10 coach in the history of the league. And I, I just laughed every time I heard it. Who
0: said that?
1: I w- on ESPN, on the radio, I was like, oh I don't know who's, who, what kind of Kool-Aid they're drinking. But right. I'm like, dude, he's it's won, a little bit of rum won, won one championship. Kool-Aid. One title with the OG super team. And I'm like, dude, you've coached some pretty good damn teams. So I, he's not even anywhere near that, in my opinion. Um I mean, where do they go from here? I think Ben Simmons is good as gone. I think you get Doc Rivers out of town. Um Tobias Harris. I I would probably send Tobias Harris out of town too, but you also have to remember Ben Simmons is making between 30 to 40 million dollars a year every year until 2024. Who's going to want to take that contract on?
0: Lord have mercy.
1: And then Tobias Harris is in a boat that's about the same size. Um I do think that you'll probably have an easier time moving Ben Simmons than Tobias Harris, though. Absolutely. Um, and really, I don't think Tobias Harris was really that terrible. He obviously isn't playing like a player on a max contract, but he hasn't been their worst player. Um, so, I mean, where do they go from here? I mean, how old is it? What's it be, like 28, 29? Uh, let's see. Let's look this up. Because, I mean, you don't, like that. you don't really want to build around a center that's over 30 years old if he is that old. 27. 27. Okay. So he still got He's it. not bad. Yeah. Um How old is that body though? That's the thing. 34? Right. 32, especially in an NBA where players like him aren't really used much anymore. Right. Um You know, I I don't know. It's they're they're in a We talk about it all the time. Teams teams that are in like no man's land. I I I mean, they just had the one seed, so it feels crazy to say that, but I feel like they're in no man's land. I would get first I would get Doc Rivers out. He's he's not going to do anything for you. And then I would just go get Ben Simmons out, get Tobias Harris out, and just get what you can. I mean, I, if I'm them, I want draft picks because just because of how much money you're shelling out into Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons' contract. Because if you trade them, you're going to have to pay a big portion of that contract. You're going to need players on rookie deals to contribute. So, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting, but I, I, don't, I don't really know where to go. The process... Officially died Sunday, as they say. Yep.
0: I think it died when Kawhi Leonard hit that shot. One of the greatest shots. A one-of-one. A one. I mean, when the fuck's that yeah. ever going to happen again for a, a player like that in their prime, their first year on a new team? That was an all-time shot. Mm-hmm. But the process, I think, was over that day. And, look, this team was not the best version of itself this year. I know they were the one seed. I know that it was a condensed season. I know it looked like Joel was going to win the MVP, and so Jokic, you know, his is passing, and he's a great big man. Um, and it's weird to think that two big men were the guys that were in the running for this, but... The best team was 2018-19. and You had Jimmy. You had J.J. Redick. Mm -hmm. You had Tobias Harris, who just showed up. He wasn't paid yet. He came from the Clippers. And, I mean, he was, like, all-star level that year. I don't think he was an all-star that year. But he was doing very well on the Clippers. I I still kind of scratch my head as to why they traded him. Uh, They must have gotten good value. And, obviously, they turned that into George Paul, which we'll get into in a little while. But the best version of this team was 2019. After that happened, Jimmy left town. J.J. Redick... What he left, I think, a year after that. Yeah, to the Pelicans. He went to the Mavericks, and I don't know what's going on with his career. I mean, no disrespect to JJ Redick. I, I like him a lot. He seems like a great guy. I think he does a better podcast, and he does just shooting for him now. <laughs> you know, serious got a good podcast. He has a good podcast. Yeah. He has a really that's not a, a slight. He has a really good podcast. I just yeah. feel like you know this t- like you want to keep bouncing around the league every single year, dude. Like with your family and stuff. Like I just I would settle down and just do that. Mm-hmm. But it's not my career. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It was really tough to watch. But here's the thing. It was so predictable. Oh, it was. Totally. If Philly was up by 25 in the fourth quarter, I still would have thought the Hawks could come back. Trey Young was as bad as advertised in that game. He was 2 of 16 at one point. Yeah. He hits three dagger shots in the face of Ben Simmons in a row, including that three ball that put the game on ice. Mm-hmm. You know, no pun intended. I mean, that that really was that was a dagger dagger. I think yeah. it was like 99 to 96 there's maybe a buck thirty, buck forty five left, and Trey just pulls it from thirty, like Kevin Durant, and somehow it just it's all that dude. Mm. And I mean, it, it's crazy. I don't know, Philadelphia, you got to tear it down. But I have a question for you: Why are we not giving Daryl Morey any more shit than we're giving anyone else?
1: You passed up on James Harden in favor
0: of Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's fair. You deserve some of the blame for that.
1: I, I honestly, I just, I feel like a lot of the times you forget about front office people. When in reality, they deserve just as much blame as anybody else. Especially the GM.
0: Maybe more. Yeah. I mean, Daryl Morey is supposed to be this guy. And I think it's unfair in a way. But he's supposed to be this guy that comes in and saves this franchise from itself. But what are you saving? Mm-hmm. You're walking into a burning house thinking you're not going to choke on the smoke. That's the analogy I keep coming up with. You think you're, you're walking into a burning house thinking you're not going to get ash on your shirt. That's exactly what the situation was from the beginning. Let's go through... What they have looked like, process-wise, and, mm-hmm. and, and playoffs and stuff like that. Joel Embiid, third overall, 2014. Mm-hmm. First year, he doesn't even touch the core. I know he had a knee issue. This has become a recurring theme. But eventually, he meets his potential, and we're okay with that. Um, 2016, Ben Simmons, first overall. I think he was a surefire number one overall pick that year. I still think if you redo that draft, he's number one all day long coming out of LSU. Only problem, it's a Kyrie kind of situation. Dude played, what, 12 games in college, 10 games in college? Mm -hmm. And unlike Kyrie, there's really no handles. Yeah, There's no fucking jump shot to speak of. And you're not getting to the rim at will getting past big guys and shit like that. But Ben Simmons should still go number one overall any day of the week. 2017, first hiccup. Markel Fultz, first overall. Over Jason Tatum, over De'Aaron Fox, over who else? Mitchell. Over Mitchell. Bam
1: out of bio. I mean, over you don't, fucking, don't really need out of bio when you got him beat, but yeah.
0: Over fucking Pat Mahomes. I mean, come on, man. I mean, yeah. let's. I mean, fucking. Let's be real. Yeah. They were picking third originally. Mm-hmm. Traded up the
1: first with Boston to get Markel. And we see how that's worked out, Markel. Well, Boston's uh came out pretty nice in that trade. Yeah, they did.
0: Very <laughs> kind of like that Nets trade. Kind of mm-hmm. like that. Next we can, that's the team I was forgetting about pre-podcast. We can get into the Celtics in a little while. I mean, I, I hate them, so I don't want to talk about them for too long. But I don't want to be so long-winded. But the Sixers lose in round two, I believe, in 2018. Or round one to the Celtics in mm-hmm. six. I think it was round one, I think, about it. Um, 2019, obviously, we think the process is... Metrian's full potential Jimmy Butler shows up To me the process is finished at this point The process is not something that is ongoing That is buffering like a YouTube video forever Okay This is some shit that Little by little, step by step You are creating your team You had to secure Jimmy Butler That was the big fish in all this He was the best player on that team ahead of Joel. He was the heart and soul of that team, obviously, looking back. And he just, he never looked right in a Sixer uniform, though. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that
1: was just me, but. Well, and I think Jimmy Butler is, I think, in my opinion, one of the smartest players in the NBA. There's a reason he left Philly. There's a reason he doesn't want to go back. He's sitting on
0: the J.J. Reddick podcast. I think
1: now we're seeing what he's seen. Because Jimmy Butler's as real as it gets in terms of NBA players. Um,. I mean, he, he looks like a fucking genius now.
0: Look, two things could be true about a player. Could Jimmy Butler be an asshole for the way he left Minnesota and shit like that? Yeah, because that was an asshole way to do things, okay? But at the same time, there's merit. Mm-hmm. What does Carl anthony Towns want in the NBA? Seriously. I know he had a horrible 2020, but what has that guy ever won? He was the first overall pick in 2015. He was the guy in, like, 18 or 19. There was an ESPN GM survey... If you had a number one pick, who would you take? Everyone took Karl-Anthony fucking Towns. I didn't understand it then. I don't understand it now. My pick then would have been Kevin Durant. Oh, absolutely. Because LeBron is still a little weathered, still still out of mileage at that point. Yeah, You got another title
1: out of him, but it would have been Kevin Durant. I will say it, just not to talk about the Timberwolves for too long, but <laughs> ne- next year is the telling year for Karl-Anthony Towns. You have Anthony Edwards, who had a phenomenal rookie season. Should have won Rookie of the Year, in my opinion. Mm. Um, Hot take. Yes. And they went out and got you D'Angelo Russell, your boy, your best friend. It's time. You got to at least make the playoffs next year. The process
0: came to a screeching halt last year in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I know. I think Ben Simmons was hurt. They get swept in the first round by, what, the Celtics? I mean, did they lose to the Celtics last year? I thought it was, was it the Heat? Who, okay? What team was Al Horford on last year? How about that? Uh, shit, we are gonna look remember. this up. I don't even. We remember, came honestly. unprepared. They get slept in the first fucking round in the bubble. Okay. And you think it's over after that, but apparently it's not. You go out, you get Doc Rivers. You go out, you get Daryl Morey. It looks like maybe you've turned a step. You know, you turned over a stone because. Brad Brown was never the guy, no, and that's the never. reason Jimmy Butler left. He's like, why? He's like, we have these meetings where he's just going through film, and you just hear the remote getting clicked, and nothing's being said. He's like, if we're not going to address it here or now, he's like, why would I stay Thunder? That makes no sense, though. No, that shouldn't be the Thunder. That's East, right? yeah. east and West. That's weird. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm asked backwards. Look, man. Either way, Philadelphia, the process is over. It was officially over. I personally think it crashed and died and burned in Game Mm 5. That was your time to shine. That reminds me, it's way too closely reminiscent. One of the all-timers, Game 6, 2015, Staples Center, Rockets Clippers, Harden's pouting on the bench, you're down 25, and Josh Smith and Corey Brewer hit fucking five threes apiece. And that crowd is traumatized, they are tormented. I mean, they are, it's punishment for the Clipper crowd. Mm -hmm. That's what that reminded me of Sunday night. There's not a doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I seriously would have won. I I would have put maybe more than a hundred because I was like, "There's no way Atlanta's losing this fucking game." I don't care if Trey Young goes three of twenty the way he did. They were gonna lo- win that ball game and give a shout out to uh, Kevin Herter. Is that his name? Yeah. Jesus Christ, sniper dude. He had like twenty six points. Yeah. He was hitting everything. Uh, he was reminiscent of Peja. Some people compared him to mm. Peja. Uh, I I didn't watch Peja play. I can't tell you if it is or not, but. You know, Doc Rivers after the game saying, you know, they asked him, is Ben Simmons a championship-level player? He's like, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Is Doc Rivers a championship coach? It, f-
0: Obviously. Right.
1: Obviously. Right. <laughs> How about someone ask that? Hey, Doc, <laughs>
0: are you really a championship-level coach? Because you haven't been to a final since 2010, and you haven't won a final since 2008.
1: I mean, let's not – I don't want to disrespect the Hawks, but the Hawks were a five-seed with a bunch of guys who have never seen the playoffs before.
0: This is all their first playoffs. Yes. They're in the East Finals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason Philly should have lost to them.
0: Hawks are... I mean, maybe they are now, but they're not better than Philly. They're not better than Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, fuck, man. Are they better than fucking Boston? Are they better than Miami? I mean, maybe this year, but I mean, geez, I mean, let's be real here. You can catch lightning in a bottle. And I don't want to make it sound like the Hawks. It's luck, because you earn everything you get in the playoffs. But you catch Lightning in a bottle once usually. Yeah. Do I think they're gonna make the finals? No. I think the Bucks are gonna fucking clean them up in five games. That's what I think. hmm I think Trey's liable to go off in Atlanta for game three or four. But as far as the process goes, man, it's over. And I, I, I disagree with you a little bit. I think you trade Joel.
1: I, think, I mean, I would too, but I just don't think they're going to.
0: I don't think so either, but you have to get rid of everybody. I would
1: cl- I would clean the fucking house out and sell it. Yeah, seriously. That's what you got to do at this point. Yeah. It's like... Needs renovations. You
0: know, not to hit too close to home, but it's like when people go and buy new businesses. Yeah. What's the first thing you do? You get rid of the whole motherfucking staff. You don't want any skeletons. You don't want anything left. You get rid of the entire goddamn staff. You want to start fresh. Daryl Morey, I don't know if he's the guy for the rebuild. I don't think he's a rebuilding GM. I don't think so either. Yeah. I-, I think he's a one-step-away kind of GM. And we're going to look back at this, I don't want to say botched Harden trade, but this missed opportunity of a Harden trade. Because imagine this, man. The Nets with KD and Kyrie. We know how it turned out, but let's just imagine those two. Mm-hmm. The Nets with Embiid and Harden. The Hawks doing what the Hawks are doing. The Bucks are in the picture, obviously. That's four teams right there. I have no idea who's making the finals. Yeah. That'd you be can't it. pick one. Yeah. My preseason pick was the Nets without Harden. Obviously, I was wrong. I had the Nets going all the way against the Lakers. Both teams are gone, so that's fair. I don't even remember who I had. Yeah, I don't remember either. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Looking back, that was like six months ago. That was a long time ago, but... I don't want to drag this out too long. We're yeah. almost 20 minutes in already. Look, the process is over, dude. you got to clean house. you got to get rid of every last guy. Get rid of Ben. Get rid of Joel. Get rid of Daryl Morey. And get rid of Doc Rivers. And, yeah. t- and fucking Tobias Harris. He's making $40 million in 2024 and twenty-five. Yeah, get rid of everybody. You have to get rid of everyone. Yeah. And no pun, but you start the process over again. Yeah. I don't know if this is the thing is these two can't play together no Joel and not. Ben
1: no way And I feel like we've known this since the beginning but they've kind of just been holding on hope yeah but it's evident that they, they don't fit together
0: Trey Young's not the guy who killed the process Kawhi Leonard's the guy that put a dagger in the heart of the process and that just is one of this I haven't mm. seen Joel Embiid mm. cry
1: What well, like, yeah. a hot take huh where Embiid might go
0: Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's not Sacramento. Okay, <laughs> all
1: right, good. It's about an hour down the 505. The Warriors? Mm. How about that?
0: Well, they're going to trade Clay?
1: No, you trade Wiseman. You trade Wiggins. You trade whatever first-round pick they get whenever the draft is. I don't know when the fucking draft is. Then, and then you just you, you you No, you don't have to. Then you just absorb and beats contract.
0: Dude, there's no way.
1: That's that's the type of team that needs to be around Joel Embiid though. He needs people who are not in the paint because as soon as he draws a double team, if he can, because he know he can kick it out to a shooter. Right. But you can't if you're kicking it out to Ben Simmons, it ain't doing you no good.
0: Who's <laughs> gonna go right in the lane and, and do what he does anyway. Yeah. So real quick before we get totally off this, let's celebrate Ice Tray. Mm. Ice Tray, Ice Tray. Shout out to Trey Young. He's had a hell of a third year. He went to the stands and gave his dad his jersey on Father's Day. That was super cool. I don't really have too much to say. I mean, we kind of gave him his credit, but he was bad in Game 7. He was,
1: yeah. He was, man. He was bad. But he came through when they needed him most.
0: He's one of the clutchest guys in the league. Absolutely. Because for some reason, I don't know why, I didn't watch him play in high school or college. I felt like that was bound to happen. I felt like if there's one guy that is going to go Kobe, is going to go Jordan, and just somehow get three or four shots in a row, it's going to be Trey Young. It wasn't going to be Ben fucking Goddamn Simmons. Which, by the way, we haven't killed him and even mentioned the play where you back the guy down. You back the guy down. You back him down some more. You spin. Great move. And you pass up a dunk. You are seven feet fucking tall. There's no one there.
1: Yeah, Trey Young ain't, like we said, Trey Young ain't jumping up to contest you. What are you doing? Yeah. And you you pass it to Thibault, who Thibault is. In traffic. Thibault is one of the best defenders in the league, but he he averages like five points a game.
0: Thibault is Thibault. You're Ben Simmons.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You're the number one overall pick. This is going to be your moment and time to shine. Show us why we took you number one overall. In a game seven at home, all the marbles, all the chips in the middle of the table. I mean, come on, man. Come on. The problem is the Hawks had a fucking full house. Yeah. They had a royal flush. Mm-hmm. And the Sixers had a couple pairs that matched up. Yep. I've been playing a lot of poker recently. So that's the problem with all of it. But I want to give a shout-out to Trey Young. Shout-out to Trey Young. Um, and good for him, man. That was really cool to see him go to the stands and give his dad his jersey. Uh, do you have anything to say on Trey? I don't really have much. I just wanted to give no, him some No, I props. mean, yeah.
1: That's basically it.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Philly, it's over with, man. It's over with. Let's move on, though. Phoenix Suns. On Sunday, won Game One of the Western Conference Finals. No CP three, no problem. Lord knows when he's gonna be back. Uh, it says right here on the ticker on ESPN that, excuse me, that's lovely uh, that he's out yet again for health and safety protocols, COVID nineteen protocol. Um, I'll let you go first, dude. Did you watch the game? What'd you think about it? I missed it. I was at work.
1: Um, I did not get to watch the game. I was also at work. Uh, I kind of had a feeling that they that uh Phoenix was gonna win. I just without Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers are a completely different team. I mean you. You put Paul George on Devin Booker, but I don't think Paul George is the defender that he used to be. Cause Devin Booker triple doubled and had what like thirty something points? Forty. Forty points, that's right. Um I mean <laughs> There's nothing else to it really. I just I think I think Clippers are just not a good matchup for Phoenix. I think Phoenix is gonna run away with it. I think they take it in five. Five? Yeah. Wow. Who wins tonight? Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. I don't think they're losing at home, dude. That that crowd in Arizona has been insane.
0: Because it's hot as fuck, and there's air conditioning in there. I'd be going crazy, too. (laughs) I've been looking at the temp. Apparently, in Phoenix, it's been like 115, like, eight days in a row, nine days. It's like the June record. And that's the desert. It's supposed to be that fucking hot, but not that hot. Um, All jokes aside, dude, yeah, Phoenix, Jesus Christ. Devin Booker. (laughs) Look, I... (laughs) I try not to read gossip and I try not to like... I'm not a celebrity guy, okay? I'm a big fucking conspiracy theorist. I think there is an Illuminati. I think a lot of these Hollywood people are pieces of shits. It's why I don't visit Disneyland and do all that kind of bullshit. For some reason, I, I stumble upon some of these stories and I have to read them. <laughs> Kendall Jenner must be giving some good-ass pussy to Devin Booker. <laughs> and I'm dead-ass. She talks about how their relationship is so great, how they're exactly alike, and how he's quiet, and she's quiet, and this, that, and the third. <laughs> In the words of you, she wanted someone with a jump shot. She went from Ben to Devin. That's a fucking upgrade if I've ever oh, seen absolutely. one. Oh, absolutely. That's going from the New York to the grass-fed fucking tenderloin. I mean, th- that's the $25 steak to the $60 steak with the urban butter on top with a little <laughs> side of asparagus and a glass of pinot. I mean, I'm not even fucking joking right now. And good for Devin Booker, dude. I didn't know they were still together, but I came across that story. It was like uh, the Kardashian fucking series finale or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they asked Kendall about him, and I didn't know if they were still dating or not. I know last year in the bubble we joked about how he was piping her down. That's why they went 8-0, and he was hitting the shots on Paul George and Kawhi and stuff like that. And, and that's the coming out party for Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns. But that's yeah. when Devin started to really turn the corner as like, I know he had the 70-point game in Boston two or three years ago and stuff like that, and we knew he was going to be a star. You know, he's doing Kobe's moves on Kobe himself. Kobe trained with him. I get that. But he really turned the corner last year in the bubble. That's when we started figuring out this guy's up next. Yeah. Yeah. And the Nets, man, I, I I don't know, I don't think CP3 is their best player. Everyone thinks Chris Paul should be in the MVP conversation. I think so too. Devin Booker's far and away their best player. Devin Booker has given, and I hate to be disrespectful, but he's given DeAndre Ayton a career. Oh yeah. Where would DeAndre be without Devin Booker in the pick and roll?
1: I tell you where he'd be. The same situation as Marvin Bagley.
0: Basically, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, with the injuries, he still looks older than all hell. I, I don't yeah. know if it's the desert sun. I don't know if it's <laughs> just because he's letting his hair. Go. I don't know what. Well, it he is. went
1: to college in Arizona too.
0: It might be that sun just beating down on
1: actually, him. I actually think he went to... Yeah, he went to high school in Arizona, too. So he's, he's been in Arizona... For yeah, long fucking <laughs> time. Quite some time. Yeah, he
0: better have AC or some shit. I couldn't live in the swamp cooler. Um, but yeah, no CP3, no problem. And I think that's how the series goes, man. I feel like Phoenix is not going to have much of a fight from the Clippers. With or without Chris Paul. I mean, I I don't... And the Clippers have a lot of diversity. They are very good on defense, I feel like. But they gave up 120 the other day. Yeah. You cannot give up 120 in a playoff game and expect to win that shit. No, never. The thing with Utah is that not only did they choke a couple different times, they were able to hold them off on three-pointers. Even at home, the Clippers were able to fight back. And looking at a given... George Paul, Paul George, some credit here in a little bit. Because we got to give him some credit. Oh, absolutely. He finally turned into playoff P. We've been waiting for it and waiting for it. He was pandemic P. He was fucking... Whatever he was. He was George (laughs) Paul. He was George Paul. He finally turned into playoff P. when We needed him most. Okay, not me because I'm a Laker fan and fuck the Clippers, but... Yeah, good job for the Suns. I got the Suns in six, personally. I got the Clippers getting games three and four in L.A. I think they're going to go back. It'll be a 2-2 series. Game five, go back to Phoenix. I think Booker's going to have a great game. I think that's when Chris Paul comes back, personally, is game five. Um, I think that's a good little time mark. Because these games are all every other day at this point. Yeah. Because the finals are supposed to start July 8th. And at this point, I think that the Western Conference finals will end July 3rd. And I think that the Easter conference finals in july 5th or 6th so you got to okay. do you know the olympics are july 22nd so you got to get the finals in for the Olympics start because fucking good luck on the ratings but anyway man i, I hate dragging this out good job to the suns it didn't surprise me at all phoenix and six devin booker fucking a man i got Suns in the finals
1: Man, man
0: first time since 93 and it was only the second time in phoenix suns history behind charles barkley that there was a 40-point triple-double in the playoffs. The last time, the 93 Finals, Charles Barkley, Game three against Jordan the Bulls. So, good for Devin Booker, man. That's a good company to be in. That's a Hall of Famer right there.
1: Were well, the Nets the team to beat? I think fully healthy they were. But, I just, I, it, I think that the fatigue kind of caught up with them. Because Kevin Durant played, in game five, it was 48 minutes. Game six, he looked like he had gotten the shit kicked out of him. I mean, he's still Kevin Durant's going to get you thirty no matter what. Right. When you need him, he's going to get you thirty. With his eyes shut. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think that they were just tired. I mean, Harden wasn't one hundred percent. I don't think, but oh, Harden, God, no. but he's also always bad in the playoffs. So I mean, it's it's when you need Harden most, he's flames out. He is absolutely nowhere to be found. Right. Joe Harris was also really bad, and I think. Kyrie is someone who is kind of like not obviously as great a scorer as Kevin Durant, but I think when you need a bucket, Kyrie can go get you a bucket, and you can count on him to get you a bucket whenever he's on the court. In a game seven, in a must win, in a two point game with two minutes left, you can count on Kyrie to go get you a bucket. You can count on KD to get you a bucket. You can't count on Harden to get you a bucket in that scenario. Harden's never done that. Right. And, you know, because had he have done it in Houston when they missed, what was it, 20? How many straight threes Oh, they my God. If he would have made just a couple of those, that dynasty would have been over a little sooner. Yeah. But I do think they were the team to beat, but I do think losing Kyrie was a little bit big, more or a little bigger than other people have kind of set it out to be. Right. Uh, basically, yeah. for the reason I said, I think Kyrie can just go get you a bucket when you need him to, and I, I, I don't trust Harden to get me a bucket in that scenario.
0: We didn't watch this guy. I'm about to compare him to, but is Kyrie better than Allen Iverson?
1: I it's it's hard for me. I I didn't watch him at all. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like he has better handles, which might be crazy to say. Kyrie is. I feel like he gets a lot of hate just because he's a weird guy. Yeah. I don't even know if you want to say weird, just out of the ordinary.
0: Right. No, um, he's a weird guy. He is. He says but
1: weird shit. Kyrie's a pretty fucking good basketball player. Yeah. He's when he's healthy, he's one of the top five point guards in the league. Absolutely. And. You know, it, I, I really would have liked to have seen him healthy for that series. Oh, yeah, cause absolutely. That series would have been good even if all three of them were healthy. It would healthy. have
0: been done Yeah. if Kyrie didn't get hurt.
1: Yeah. Let's be honest. I think so.
0: Well, Let's be honest. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> On that note, I'll let you go in now. Oh, it's my turn now? <laughs> I, I cut you off? Sorry. Um. Okay. Oh god. We always somehow find a way to bring his name into the fucking fold. I see why people hate LeBron James. It's very easy to see. On the court, especially off the fucking court, I could see why you'd be like, fuck that guy. I don't understand the fuck Kyrie. I don't slander. either. I really don't. Because it's a hundred miles an hour from anybody.
1: The only thing crazy. The only thing you can maybe think of is why Boston fans wouldn't like him. Right. That makes sense. And to me. fuck Boston fans. Yes.
0: I mean, we talk about how the Utah – I mean, seriously, fuck the Boston fan. We talk about how the Utah Jazz fans, you know, do
1: the N-word chants and stuff like that.
0: That kind of reminds me of the Boston Garden. Yeah.
1: I mean, people say it. it's the most in Utah and Boston.
0: It's a very, very white crowd. Yeah. It always has been. And I, I hate to make it a color and race issue. I know that's why we're here, to escape that kind of stuff. But if we're being honest, I mean – I'm not saying that plays a part into it because Kyrie's black The Celtic fans don't like him so that's why America doesn't like him I feel like he's just one of the most recognizable stars he had the Uncle Drew movie Mm -hmm. which was you know did good at the box office made 70 80 million dollars you're a star at that point Yeah, you're a certified bonafide superstar at that point any movie that makes close to 100 mil you're there um Obviously, he, after the Capitol riots this year, he took two or three weeks off. He didn't tell the team. He's all over the place. He says the earth is flat. He fucking joins up with KD. They talk about it beforehand, you know, in the All Star game in the tunnel. We've all seen that video at this point. Like, there's reasons and merit, but to just get the slander 100 miles an hour, I think he's more hated than Kevin Durant, which is wild. he is, too. Like, I just don't understand it personally, because on the court, you can't question that guy. Yeah. He gives his entire heart and spirit. I mean, is he a better ball player than Kevin Durant?
1: No. No, let's not go that far.
0: He's right there.
1: I I don't think he's right there. You don't think he's right there? No. No. Okay, Kyrie
0: can't shoot the ball the way KD can.
1: Yeah. That's 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 kind of why he's not right there.
0: KD cannot handle the way Kyrie can. I mean he can handle though. He can handle not the way Kyrie can. I feel
1: like it's different ways though. Like Kevin Durant's not gonna, you know, dribble between his legs five times and then do a spin to get to the basket. Kevin Durant's going to take two dribbles, do a pump fake, and then just rise up right in your face. Right. So it's two different ways of handling the ball, in my opinion.
0: I just – I don't understand the hate whatsoever. But were the Nets the team to beat? Yeah, absolutely they were. Yeah. I mean, 100,000% they were. They've Obviously, been the team injuries. to beat
1: since they got Harden.
0: Right, exactly. I think they were the team to beat before that. I mean, that was my preseason pick um, when we did the pot around Christmas last year. That was my pick. It was Lakers-Nets because I think everyone was not including the Kyrie-Kevin Durant factor. I still think the – I still think those guys are brothers from another mother's, as they say, whatever. Those guys are as tight as you can be without being blood-related. I still believe that. Just how they interact, how they are with each other in the media. I just There's something about it. They met during the Olympics. I think Mm -hmm. they're both doing the Olympics again this year. Um, We'll see about Kyrie. I know KD did commit, though, to the team. Yeah. So I just feel like those guys are super close. And obviously, you bring Harden into the fold. I'm not saying they messed up the chemistry, because he didn't. Those three played together. Might have
1: been Blake Griffin that messed it up. Yeah, weirdly enough. Very weird, weird acquisition.
0: Also with Lamarcus Aldridge, like come on man, like how many guys are we gonna have on this? And I, I, I hope he's fine with his heart condition and stuff like that. But it's like how many guys are we gonna get on this fucking team? Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Nets were 100 percent the team to be, and I'm I'm happy for the Bucks and Kevin Durant. Man, the reason he shouldn't catch hell for this is because Kyrie was hurt first of all. Yeah. Second of all, somehow we're gonna give Harden a pass, but yet another burnout by him, another f- dimming star in the playoffs. The only game he's really showed up in was 2018 Game 7. And even then, he didn't show up. I mean, 27 straight missed threes. I'll give you your 39 points with, like, 12 assists or whatever you had against the fucking Super Team Warriors, the KD Warriors. But come on, man. Like,
1: well, you've never those, shown up. How many of those points come at the free throw line? Because that dude gets more foul calls than...
0: Oh, my God. He, that's why I don't like watching him. It's just not fun to watch. It's not fun. Yeah. Those Rutgers it's, teams were not fun to watch. As
1: Grant Napier said, he's the most boring player to watch in NBA.
0: What's, what's he doing these days, Grant Napier?
1: He's not tweeting about uh, Black Lives Matter movement, I can tell you that. Does he have his own podcast? He does, yeah. The, yeah if you don't, don't like that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't... For the record, I, <laughs> I, I don't... I don't miss Grant Napier at all. Mark Jones is... Okay, okay, thank Top God. level.
0: Yeah, okay, good. Uh, at least we're there on that. So, yeah, man. Great job for the Bucks. That was a great series. Kevin Durant, two of the all-timers. I mean, we're going to look back, and it's going to be one of those... Throwback games they play on a random Saturday in the middle of July or August when we're waiting on NFL to start, yeah. where it's Giannis versus KD. KD's forty eight goes into overtime. I didn't watch the game, but it looked like all those guys were fucking gassed, dude. Yeah,
1: I mean, KD didn't come out of the game.
0: KD played forty eight minutes the last three games. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah, off a torn Achilles. That's yeah. That's fucking wild, dude. So, the Nets, man, I think they gave it their best shot. Steve Nash, I think, is the right guy. I think so, too. They're going to run it right back, as they should.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Get Blake Griffin out of there, though. Yeah, get get, him out of there. Get
0: him out of there. Also, Joe Harris.
1: What the fuck? He's making quite a bit of money, too. I know. He's making just under 20 mil a year. Give him to Philly.
0: (laughs) I think Daryl will take him. You think Daryl will take some Joe Harris? Why not? Absolutely, he will. He's a three-point shooter. (laughs) Is he a three-point guy that's not clutch? I'll take him. Yeah. Um, Where do the Jazz go from here? The Jazz were up 2 0 in the series, lost four straight, no Kawhi Leonard. They blew a humongous fucking lead in game five. Mm-hmm. Playoff P, we're here now. Pandemic P turning to playoff P. Let, let's give some credit here. Yeah. Paul George is not George Paul right now. He's playing like a superstar. He's playing up to his, what, $240 million contract? That's absolutely fucking insane still. Yeah, that's... But what'd you think about the Jazz, man? Where did the Jazz go? What's up with Donovan? What's up with Rudy?
1: I had this conversation with Matt from work who's a really big basketball guy. You cannot even make it to the Western Conference Finals just because of how loaded the West is. You can't make it to the Western Conference Finals when your second best player is Rudy Corona. You can't do it. You can't do it when your second best player is either him or Bohan Bogdanovich. You your need, guy? You your need, boy? No, that's Bogie. Bogie's on the Hawks. Oh, okay. okay. They're oh, Bohan yeah, yeah. and Bogdan.
0: <laughs> Jesus,
1: man. Bohan is on the Jazz. Okay. But Bo- is God. he their third? if he's their second or third best player, that's why they didn't <gasps> win. That's why they haven't won the last couple years. You can't do it when those are your second and third best players. Donovan Mitchell is one of the best young players in the league. He's right up there with Devin Booker, with Jason Tatum. They are all in a league of their own as far as young players go. But you have to get the man some damn help. Have to. Because... Gobert is a he's a paint clogger who is only good for putback dunks. And the way that the the way that he keeps winning Defensive Player of the Year is how the fuck? asinine in my Dude, opinion. How that's I don't understand.
0: Oh my god.
1: Her, honestly, we've shit on Ben Simmons a lot on this podcast. Yeah, I th- I thought Ben itself. Simmons should have won Defensive Player of the Year. Honestly.
0: I didn't watch enough games. I don't watch regular season no more. You know that. He was,
1: him and, I think it it was him and Gobert were the only unanimous first team all defense. What about the GOAT defender, Draymond Green? I I love him. I'm not going to disrespect no Draymond. (laughs) Not even this year? I love Draymond. (laughs) But, if I'm the Jazz, I want to say get rid of Gobert, but who's going to take him? He's on a big contract. He doesn't play offense. All he's good for is, oh, here we go. Sacramento! <laughs> oh, dude, I don't you're gonna fucking do that. <laughs> oh my god. I literally fucking would Philly. literally fucking vomit. I, I can would... see
0: Sacramento doing that shit.
1: They probably will. That's probably what they will do. They'll <laughs> Yo, probably get him and Jingle and Joe.
0: <laughs> Jingle and Joe. We'll give you De'Aaron and Halliburton for <laughs> Go Bear. <laughs> you can move up the Bagley deal. Which is next to
1: nothing. I think Bagley's honestly gone. I think he's getting traded. He's gotta
0: be. Are you still a fan? Is he still your guy? Like, are we still there with him? He's not like my...
1: He's not like my guy, but... I I do think that he's gonna go somewhere and have a good career. I think... Here's what happened.
0: I think you guys were in a very intense relationship. You ever been in a relationship where it's like... It's so fucking emotional and a roller coaster, And it's just like... God, but the sex is so fucking great. It's so passionate and sweaty... It's it's perfect, right? But then you meet someone new, and at first, you know there's a little something there because we're all human. You know there's a little something there, but there was someone. You're with someone. It's not the right time, okay? But your intense relationship keeps taking a toll on your mental, and even maybe your physical. You eat yourself to fucking death. You sleep all day. You don't go work out. You don't go play basketball with the boys. You don't leave the fucking room. It is what it is. I think Bagley was your intense relationship. Great sex Great moments Great fucking I mean Kissing in front of a Christmas tree At Disney Great fucking moments Okay But then Halliburton shows up
1: Mm.
0: Better shape Not as intense Quiet Mm
1: -hmm. You Are
0: Kendall Jenner And Ben Simmons With Bagley Yeah Now you're Kendall Jenner And Devin Booker Yep
1: I love (laughs) me some Halliburton
0: (laughs) I feel like that's what's happening I, feel, I, I, I do, feel like Halliburton's your guy with the cards he's your guy in real life that's what I think has happened
1: I do think that because ba- this always happens to Kings players Bagley's going to get traded and he's going to go have a great career with somebody else
0: no he, I, I think, think he hurt too much the,
1: the talent is there if he stays healthy he's going to be a good player and I just I don't think that he's a right fit with the Kings honestly I just he he's I don't he, he's positionless he's not a four but he's not a five you know he's not a four because he's six foot eleven, but he's not a five because he weighs two hundred pounds. Um. So it's it's gonna be interesting because I do think if you get him in the right spot, he'll be a good ball player. I just don't know where that right spot is. Right. I don't know, man. I <laughs> I don't know how we fucking got here. He gets, <laughs> he gets brought up and everything. I don't even know. DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Trey Young, Luca. Yeah, I know. Jaren Jackson, who's been good. Colin Sexton, he's been good.
0: Mikael Bridges,
1: I, I I really like Mikael Bridges.
0: This next guy, I really like.
1: Hmm. SGA, oh, him and De'Aaron, Oof.
0: SGA, top forty player. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr.
1: That's actually who I wanted the Kings to draft. This, this is the one that hurts.
0: Number nineteen, Kevin Herder.
1: No. <laughs> We already got
0: that. We already got that. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I, I don't even know where the fuck we were to start this thing. I started going off with we're some talking weird about the queen about fucking passionate fucking sex. Um Jazz, uh, you gotta trade Rudy. Donovan Mitchell's gonna ask for a trade though. It's gonna happen. You're gonna pull a Jalen Ramsey. The only thing... yeah, yeah. The only Absolutely. thing stopping him though is D. Wade, I think. Yeah. That's the only fucking thing that might keep him there, is that D. Wade is part owner, which, by the way, I don't know if that's uh, here we go again. I don't know if that's uh, some political racist fucking move because they have such a terrible fucking reputation with the black fan base and the players, but I feel like that's kind of what that was. It was a political move by the Utah Jazz. I'm not saying they don't actually want Dwayne Wade there, and not saying Dwayne Wade doesn't want to be a part owner because why wouldn't you want to be a part owner? Oh, yeah, who doesn't want to? The money and the power and just all that kind of... I don't, I don't know if he's in it for the power because he probably owns next to nothing of the team. Yeah. The teams are worth so much, and as rich as these guys are, as much money as they make... There's no way he has the amount of money to purchase 25%, no. 15%. That's like $500 million fucking dollars. The, all these teams are valued. The Clippers got sold in 2014 for $2 billion. That was the last NBA team to get sold. All these teams are worth at least $3 billion. Oh, yeah. Give me the Pelicans. Give me the fucking... I mean, come on. They're all worth at least 3 or $4 billion. Lakers are worth $8 billion, Knicks are worth $10 billion fucking dollars. What have the Knicks ever fucking won? Nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just, uh, I know we're going in a bunch of different directions, but look, I'm with you, man. You got to trade Rudy Corona. And it's not that he's a bad player because he's not. He's just not a good number two. He'd be a great number three. I I don't even know if he's that, honestly. I can see him being a good number three for a team because I need the guy. You say he clogs the paint, but you need a guy to stop drives and you need a guy to look intimidating in the paint. But I don't need you being my second best player for my offense. Yeah. I need someone else. And Joe Ingles isn't going to cut it. And I like Joe Ingles.
1: But come on, man. Well, and you, who's the... I mean, I guess you could... I didn't bring up Mike Conley. But how old is he, he was? He was out. How, exactly. He's hurt a lot. And a how lot. old is Mike Conley?
0: 32? 34? Oh, he's got to be
1: older than that, I would think. Mike Conley?
0: Uh, let's see. 33? Thirty-three. Turns 34 before the season starts, October 11th.
1: You can't have him be your second-best player either. And I love Mike Conley. Always yeah, have. But big
0: fucking contract. Yeah. He's
1: a free agent, though. Oh, well, he's probably going to walk that. I
0: did love it here, and we'll see what happens. That's what he said. So, we'll see, man. I don't know. Yeah. It might be blown out time for the Jazz, because like you said to, to Matt, I mean, let's think about it. Lakers are better. Both LA teams are better. There's yeah. two. Phoenix is better. Denver might be better. Absolutely, Dallas. I I don't know. Especially now, I don't know. I don't know. Dallas and Utah in the first round. I got Utah all fucking day.
1: Okay, that's fair. I do think a fully healthy gold, Golden State. I think fully healthy is better than that. Fully healthy Golden State. Which, like we like I said before the podcast, I hope to God Clay doesn't get hurt again. Yeah, the seriously. league is way more fun when Clay's playing. So Jazz are what? Right now we're giving them seventh seed. Which is weird because it's like they were just the one seed, but it's like I just don't think they're they're a one seed. These had to be two of the fakest one seeds in NBA history, though. Yeah. Like last year, the Lakers
0: were the one seed. Who was the one seed in the East? Wasn't the mean, Heat, right? I don't
1: know. The Heat weren't, no. no. I don't even remember. I, I think remember it was the Bucks. Either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But those teams, you knew they were one or two of the best in their conference. Milwaukee obviously flamed out. It was the bubble. I'll say it's a weird year. Whatever. Yeah. But, you know, this year it just felt fake. It yep. felt not right. This whole fucking year has just felt not right. I'm so happy those fans. Oh, it makes it so much better. So much better. Because even that Philly game, you know, defense. <laughs> yeah. Like just hearing all that, hearing the moans and groans when Ben Simmons gives it the fucking bowl, to fucking Thibble. To, to, to Thibby Thibble in the fucking lane with four guys draped all over him. I mean, Jesus oh, Christ. God. You know, I hate to come in here and shit on these NBA guys because I mean look at me, I'm not gonna ever be in the NBA, but <laughs> come on, dude, you gotta do fucking better than that. You gotta play better than that. Yeah. You gotta have a better IQ than that. Ben Simmons has one of the best IQs in basketball in my opinion. I still believe that. Mm-hmm. He's just you get in your own head. Oh yeah. And there's situations. That's why in he passed life, up that dunk. You get in your own head. You start thinking way too deeply about stuff, and it just and just rattles you. Stuff just rattles certain guys. Other guys it doesn't rattle them. Trey Young shot 20 shots and made two of them bitches and just hit three in a fucking row when it actually mattered. Some guys, it doesn't get to them like that. You just keep shooting that basketball. Let's go to another Western team that, I mean, we think these teams are, we think Philly's in fucking danger. We think Utah might be in danger. This team is in danger of losing the best player they've ever had besides Dirk Nowitzki. The Dallas Dysfunctional Mavericks. What do you make about it Haralibus Volgaris, he's this fucking professional gambler. He's on Bill Simmons' podcast here and there. But he got hired on as a consultant in 2018, or right after they uh, drafted Luca for Mark Cuban. He was the shadow GM, they said. Donnie Nelson spent 24 years there. He resigns, which is fucking crazy. Rick Isle, who has been attached at the hip of Donnie Nelson for about 24 years himself, resigns. Um, Haralibus got dismissed by Mark Cuban. He's not alone with the team anymore. He he parted a ways, but Mark Cuban, had he had to do what he had to do. Yeah. Um, is Cubes going to sell this fucking team? I mean, what's going on in Dallas?
1: I don't think he sells just because I think he loves it more than anything. I mean, he has Shark Tank. He has all the money in the world. But I think that still owning a basketball <laughs> team is his is his favorite thing.
0: And the most important thing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, They, they got some shit they got to figure out or they're going to lose Luca, Right. It's It's looked really bad for the past week. You don't have a guy that's your coach for 13 years and just resigns because everything's okay. I just don't want to coach anymore right because he's already he already said you know i'm excited for the next step in my coaching career
0: right he doesn't want to be there anymore
1: yeah which i think is it cuban is it is luca the problem is that something we need to talk about luca's looked like a little bit of a problem the last couple years
0: luca's a diva
1: yeah he is he doesn't
0: get enough diva credit he is a certified what's the name of the drake album coming out certified lover boy luca's certified diva boy yeah He's a certified diva. LeBron's a certified diva boy. Kyrie's a certified diva boy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I mean, fucking. I mean, to an extent, I feel like Draymond's a fucking. Oh, diva.
1: absolutely. But <laughs> my thing is, I do think Luca's part of the problem there, and I think that maybe Carlisle was told by management, just let him do what he does. He's a great player, and maybe Carlisle didn't like that. But I, I do think that. They have a lot of stuff they have to figure out in order to keep Luca, but I'm not going to say that Luke is not part of the problem. Um, and if Luca does go somewhere else, I mean, he does, Luca doesn't care about money because he's going to get a max contract wherever he goes. Right. He's already making a shit ton of money from the Jordan brand. Yep. He's going to get a signature shoe by next year, I'd imagine. And, you he know, he doesn't he's, have one yet? I don't think so. But Jesus. he's also global. So that shoe is going to, they're going to sell the shit out of that shoe. And where, right. where is he from? Slovenia?
0: Uh, We'll look this up He's from some country I think Serbia I think Serbia He's from some place
1: I don't know But Luka I don't know I I I don't think he's going to get traded I think this is the first step Slovenia Slovenia Yeah I don't think that he's out this offseason I think this is the first step in him Kind of pulling a Anthony Davis And forcing his way out of town He might be one of those guys that signs a, a max contract And then a year later wants out the Deshaun Watson, the Anthony Davis, or er, Deshaun. Wolfe.
0: Okay, he didn't do it after one fucking. Okay, that's year. fair. Okay, okay that's fair. come on, let's be real here.
1: Um, but Deshaun. I, I honestly, Watson. <laughs> I honestly think, I honestly think Lucas part of the problem. I really do. Are we not giving the unicorn enough shit for this? Oh, he deserves all the shit. Yeah, he should he, should. he should be playing in the fucking China Basketball Euro League. Yeah,
0: yeah, he should go to the Euro League. I best don't. Are behind
1: him. You're seven feet tall. And all you do is stand outside the three-point line and shoot threes. He's the unicorn, bro. You can't hate. The unicorn's been terrible. He's been dog shit. <laughs> He's been what dog. good? What good, is he, what good did he do this year? Right. How many games did he play? 20?
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: He was nowhere to be found in the playoffs. And then he comes out and says, I feel like an afterthought. Yeah, motherfucker, you You're are. You're an afterthought. You absolutely are. We just gave you a fat contract. You're absolutely an afterthought.
0: You came here to be Luca's number two. Yeah. He's been riding Luca's nuts since they were, like, kids. I don't think they were ever teammates, but Luca always whooped his ass overseas. Luca handed Chris Stapps his own ass to him. You expect to come to Dallas and be on my fucking team if I'm Luca and be better than me? I'm one of the top seven guys in the league. Is there seven guys you take over Luka Doncic right now? He could be a diva all he wants. I don't even
1: know, honestly. I don't think so. Kevin Durant? I would, Giannis? I, I want to say LeBron, probably.
0: LeBron. I'll take LeBron over Lucas still. Healthy, I'll take LeBron.
1: So there's three. Curry. I would take Curry. Okay, Steph. Um, Yo- I wouldn't even take Jokic over him. Fuck honestly. no! I don't think there's anybody else I'd really take over him on. Book? book? I feel like Luca? that's even a stretch.
0: It might be a stretch.
1: Yeah. Um... It's like a football yeah. practice
0: when you're stretching. He's he,
1: easily top seven. He top yeah. five might be a little bit of a stretch. It's a stretch, but top seven is absolutely reasonable.
0: Yeah, I think so too. So you know, I mean, is is he? I mean, even Kawhi mm-hmm. is Luka better than Kawhi. I, take I mean, he's right there. Kawhi, honestly, I think I take him over Kawhi too. And that's yeah. not Clippers. Hey, Kawhi's not healthy a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Kawhi's got he's got a, a hitch in the giddy up. Dallas is dysfunctional right now. Um, Lucas future, I think he's going to be the first guy because all of these guys. For some reason, they come in the league. They play their rookie deal. They hand them two hundred million dollars, and of course, you're twenty two, twenty three. You're going to sign on the dotted line. I think Luke is the first guy that says, "I'm not signing anything." Yeah, I agree.
1: You got to show fun. me
0: over the next off season, which will be in August this year. Um, you got to show me what you're willing to do for me, Mark Cuban. Cause he's the only guy fucking left, you need a head coach, a GM, and I don't know if you need that fucking Haralabas guy back around. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you need another one of those guys. Maybe that's part of the problem. I know they had a little run-in with each other as well. I saw a Yahoo story where they were Luca not <laughs> not a professional gambler screaming at Luca Doncic, but Luca would like tell him get the fuck out of the gym. You don't know what mm-hmm. the fuck you're talking about? Don't fucking talk to me. Part of the deal, shit. But we don't know what's being said. Yeah, like, fair. dude, you're a fucking shadow GM. You play blackjack for a living. Don't fucking tell me how to shoot basketballs.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: You've never been in the fucking league. You're fifty. So, I don't know. I feel like Luca turns down a Supermax this summer. I feel like Mark Cuban obviously should put it right in front of him. But he's got to deliver on some promises. I yeah. would promise Luca the house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You got to promise him the
1: keys to the Lamborghini. You have to. And Mark Cuban's got that checkbook to buy twenty Lamborghinis. He, if he does. Wants to.
0: Yeah, those Shark Tank investments have paid off. I mean, this is a guy that has been around, what, I think he bought the team in 2000? He has one title to show for it. I'm not saying Cubes is a bad owner, but, I mean, is Mark Cuban the biggest diva owner in basketball? I think it's far and away he is. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, and I like Mark Cuban. If I see Mark Cuban down the street tomorrow, I'll say what's up to him. He's the biggest diva owner in maybe NBA history.
1: Well, and he's arguably one of the biggest named, like, well-known Owners also of NBA history. right? I mean, Steve Ballmer's right up there. He's not a diva. No, he's not. He's just a weirdo who fucking <laughs> wears a mask. <basketball laughs> hey, you know what? I love fucking looking at Steve Ballmer. Dude. I don't. Dude, watching him watch a game, he just loves it, which is cool. God.
0: So, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Dallas, it is dysfunctional as all hell. you got to save your bacon. You have Luka Doncic there. Yeah. He's a generational talent. He's going to be the best player in the league in two years. Absolutely. Once Kevin Durant kind of fizzles and LeBron retires, Luke is that guy.
1: The one thing he needs to work on, though, if there's one person in the league that dribbles the air out of the basketball, it's Luka Doncic.
0: Yeah, but that motherfucker averages a lot.
1: And ain't averaged any playoff wins.
0: That's fair. He's also faced a really good Clipper team both times. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, Clippers are in the conference finals. Yeah. You know, they're not dog shit. You want to think if they got swept next round, but yeah, it is what it is. So Dallas, we'll see what happens, but let's get into our picks, man. Let's get into okay. some picks, and we'll get out of here and watch game two because game two is coming up. Let's get it. I thought that was Tim Duncan for a second. <laughs> Western conference finals. Let's start here. Because game two tonight, by the time you guys are all here and this game two is probably over, they won't we'll get into the East, which starts tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Who do you got and
1: why? I got Phoenix. I just think they're a better team. And I think that they're hungrier, they want it more. And honestly, I think them not having Chris Paul is also bad news for the Clippers. Because I think they want to show, like, hey, you know, we can win without Chris Paul. And they want to win for Chris Paul. Because let's not forget Chris Paul doesn't have a ring yet. Right. But this is probably his best shot at getting a ring. Yeah. And if there's anyone in the league that I want to see win a ring, it's Chris Paul. Anyone? Yeah. Not LeBron? Come on. <laughs> come on, man.
0: <laughs> Charles, but come on, man. Come on. Have you seen those guarantees? Have you been watching Inside mm-hmm. the NBA where he, he hits the button every time and it's like peanuts falling like, yeah. from the... Oh, my God. Actually, that, that show
1: is the top... Top uh, sports show.
0: That might be the best show on television. Like Out of any television show. Because it's not some fake fantasy gossip bullshit. It is. It's funnier than all fucking hell. You'll know what's going to happen with Shaq and Charles. Because, you know, Shaq, I got four reach, Chuck. Google me, Chuck. Like, it's just, (laughs) you you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. Chuck's going to call Mr. Sensitive. It's fucking wonderful. Anyway, I have Suns in six. I'll give Clippers games three and four in L.A., I think Kawhi and CP3 return at some point. They say Kawhi has a torn ACL, then it was he doesn't have an ACL injury, then he's just, he's nursing something. I feel like you don't miss these kind of important games with nursing some shit. No,
1: he's got some, I, I don't, maybe it's just a partially torn ACL, but I don't, I definitely, I don't know if we're going to see him, honestly. Really? I really don't. I mean, if there is one person that's going to play through a partially torn ACL, it's probably Kawhi Leonard. But, you think so? I think so. The guy that quit on San Antonio? How was that was different, though?
0: How was that different? I,
1: the best I, organization
0: of basketball.
1: I just think that not a lot of people are cut. out. It's like the New England dynasty. A lot of people aren't cut out for stuff like that. They aren't cut out for long, hard practices, or you know, because that's the reason you're successful for a long time is you have a way you do things and you stick to it. And I just think some people aren't. They don't like that. And Kawhi's more of a low key. You know, I don't. I, I don't want to talk about how hard he works because I don't know. But maybe He's that a fun guy. He, he's a very fun guy. He's a very fun guy. But maybe maybe he just didn't like it there, which you know, them and the Patriots, there's been multiple players who have came out and said, you know, I didn't really like that. There was a lot of stuff I didn't like. So <sighs> Leonard.
0: <Co-alander. laughs> he got invited to Drake's house in Calabasas. Hey man, you just won the title, finals MVP. Go have a good time. Here's the here's the keys to my house, okay? He goes there. <laughs> And the whole time he's at Drake's house in Calabasas, he recruits Paul George. (laughs) I mean, that is some snake shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. But if you're Drake, you gotta know a little better than that. This dude just won a title. He's a free agent. He's talking about going to LA for two or three years. I don't know if I'm offering my house. I understand that you gotta persuade the guy. Anyway, I think we see both Kawhi and CP3. I got the sounds going to the finals. It feels like one of those years for the suns it feels like a very magical kind of ride and shout out to the clippers they made their first conference finals in a while i have no merit to come in here and and shit on them because they've gone further than they've ever gotten in franchise history and playoff p has really shown up i don't think we gave them enough love earlier i don't think we mentioned them at all yeah after a certain point but yeah playoff p definitely turned into playoff p finally um and that's what i got for that eastern conference finals pick who do you got in the east finals and why
1: Oh, uh, sorry. I was watching the. No, that's fine. The Kings just got the ninth pick. I was hoping they'd sneak their way into the top three, oh, but Jesus Christ. Um, I'm sorry. the Eastern Conference. Um, I got the yeah. Bucks. I got the Bucks in six. I think it's it's Giannis year. It's now. It's now. I don't know if it's now or never, but it might be. Right now is the time.
0: It kind of feels like it. you don't
1: got to play the Nets in the conference finals. Right. You already took care of the Nets. Yeah. You don't got to play Philly. Right. You got to play Atlanta. And lot who, of heart. Who do they have that's going to guard Giannis? Kevin Herter. You got Drew Holiday to match up on Trey Young. John Collins. John Collins ain't big enough. You got yeah, you smart. got Drew Holiday to match up on Trey Young. That's right. probably the worst matchup for Trey Young.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. This is your time. If you don't win this series, you're in danger zone.
0: I agree. I have Bucks and Five, personally. Not that they're going to mop the floor. Not that Ooh. they're going to fucking clean them and sweep them right off their feet. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're the Warriors the got helping. two
1: picks in the top 14. Really? They are reloading.
0: Jesus Christ. As we're watching the NBA Draft Lottery Live, um, I do. I'm, Orlando got number two overall pick?
1: No, they got number five.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Oh,
1: Cleveland and Toronto are in the top four. Jesus. Okay. Good for Tor- Toronto. Toronto needs it. A- <laughs> Toronto, Toronto fucking dead. Look
0: at Van Vliet. L- look at Mini Drake.
1: <laughs> Drake Jr. He doesn't even look happy.
0: Fuck no, I wouldn't be either. We just want a title. Now my team's fucking at. No, 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 no. Um. Yeah, man. Bucks and five. Look, the Drew Holiday on Trey Young thing is humongous. Drew Absolutely. He's is, the worst
1: matchup for Trey Young. He
0: is the best wing defender in basketball. I don't even think it's fucking close. Yeah. We talk about defensive players of the year. He deserves to be in that conversation, and he never is. It's the mm-hmm. weirdest thing in the entire world. But Bucks and five. It feels like the Bucks' time because it's now or never. I thought they were going to lose to Miami and you had to fire Bud. I also thought they were going to lose to the Nets and you have to fire Bud. That's the first casualty. The first casualty is always the coach to go in these situations. Yeah. It is never the players. Always the coach. It's never the general manager. Not never, but the coach goes before the general manager does. It's the Bucks time. You know who the last champion was out of
1: the four teams remaining? It was like 1976, wasn't it? 1971 Milwaukee Seven. Bucks. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You like it though. Something a little different. I like it. When he was
0: known as Lew Alcindor. Mm.
1: That's what he's known as on his rookie cards.
0: Right. Yeah, a little, Lew fun, little fun fact. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sons and Clippers, obviously, have never won a title. And the Hawks have not won in Atlanta. But the last time they won a title was 1958. The St. Louis Hawks. St. Louis hasn't had a basketball team and as long as I've been alive. Yeah. So, they don't have a goddamn football team. I mean, come on. So, anyway, that's what we got for the program today. Anything before we get out of here? Exactly an hour on the dot. Anything you want to say?
1: I did. I did, We talked about it a little bit before the podcast. But I went to a uh, San Francisco Giants game. Um, yeah, obviously, the first... Baseball is kind of was the first sport to kind of start letting fans back in. Right. I guess basketball did, but most most arenas didn't. Right. Um, just being in a live sports venue was incredible. It's just everything you know feels normal for the first time in a year and a half, where nothing's been normal. Um, you know, you got it was a, actually a really good game. It was the Giants were down by three, and then Mike Isseymski hit a go ahead grand slam into the water.
0: Oh, fuck! In the eighth
1: inning, so that was pretty crazy you know you had the the building was shaking you know you got people high-fiving and hugging and it was just you know it felt normal which was really cool um so it makes me really excited to see you know or not see go to a uh, king's game next year just you know getting back in that atmosphere because i mean even on tv having fans back like we took that for granted how important the fans are in the game oh my
0: god because that
1: year where we had no fans it was painful
0: painful i couldn't really watch painful. NBA this year
1: it was painful
0: how are you gonna watch a basketball with no fans
1: I mean, I and you know, it's one of those things you don't. We'd never ha- not had it before, so you didn't really think about it, right? But once you didn't have them, you were like, "Holy shit!" Like it's it's a lot different to watch. Yeah, it was just you know, cool. It's it's cool to see people back in the stands.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm happy you guys were able to go and, and yeah.
1: yeah, and a good game, so right, made it a lot better.
0: Yeah, for sure. Do you guys go to the wharf? Do you guys go yep. to the left-handed store? Yep. I like going to the left-handed store.
1: Well, I'm not left-handed, so I didn't go in there. Oh. But is Hannah left-handed? No.
0: Oh, okay. Right. But
1: you know, it's still cool to walk by.
0: <laughs> that's cool, the window shop. All right. If you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys very much. I have two more podcasts coming later this month. Um, we'll hit episode 90 this month, so that's very cool. Hopefully, we'll hit 100 by the end of the year. I, th- I think we're on good pace to do that. And we will see you guys when the NBA Finals are selected and ready to go. And we have some Summer Olympic stuff this year coming up, too. We'll do that after the NBA yeah. Finals. But once the NBA Finals are set, we will get around to getting back to you guys. And thank you for tuning in. Have a good night. And I'll see you later.